Welcome to the God Focused Podcast. And today we are exploring more stories from our members here of God Focused Podcast. And today we have with us Mr. Bill Bushy to share his story. Go for it, Bill. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Bill Bushy. And, um, you know, my relationship with uh, God has definitely been very unique uh, throughout my whole life. And, um, you know, my belief in Jesus. And, um, you know, I've had a, actually uh, many experiences uh, that, you know, one day I will share uh, because uh, the thing is, is um, when you have a spiritual experience and a personal relationship with God, uh, it is very powerful and it's very unique to yourself. Um, how I came to, you know, find God and Jesus as my Lord and Savior in my life. Uh, basically, I grew up on a farm. Most farmers, they are Christians. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, it was my grandfather's farm and my mom and dad uh, ran farm for my grandfather. And uh, mom was very religious. My dad was not. Um, actually, uh, I think uh, my dad only went to church maybe one or two times in my life that I know of. <laughs> Um, and maybe, uh, one was when he got married and the other one is, uh, you know, when a family member dies and they have a funeral. So, um, anyway, uh, mom was very religious. So as a young kid, and she would bribe us, <laughs> Hey, if we go to uh church today, we're going to go to pizza hut, Burger King, McDonald's, your choice <laughs> for lunch. And so all the kids, me and my three brothers were like, Oh yeah, man, that sounds great. Uh, we get lunch after church. Let's go to church, everybody. So <laughs> I guess in mom's eyes, whatever it took to get us to go there worked. So God wouldn't be mad about getting a little free lunch afterwards. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Um, so I had that experience, uh, when I was about six, uh, well, my mom and dad divorced when I was 12 and, uh, we moved off the farm and, um, um, moved to town and, uh, mom would still go to church and she found this church called uh, Bible way house of prayer. And, uh, there was a, a preacher there. His name was Sonny. And, uh, anyway, uh, it was a definitely, uh, they spoke in tongues and, um, the Holy Spirit, I mean, definitely ran wild through that church and, uh, in the congregation and the people. And, uh, it was definitely a, uh, um, an enthusiastic, uh, um, uh, outpouring of the spirit of God in that church. And it was tiny. There was probably 20 members. And anyway, uh, you know, mom asked me if I want to get baptized and I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm ready. I, I'm a believer in God and Jesus. And, uh, you know, I, I, I believe that they're here to help me and uh, let's go do it. So it's interesting uh, because it says, be still and know that I am the Lord. And the river I was baptized in was called Stillwater River. And uh, when I was actually baptized in an actual river and, uh, you know, we made the pilgrimage, we drove down there and uh, we went down to the river, just like in the Bible. And, um, I remember when I went down, it was dark and I went all the way under the water. And when I came up, a great white light descended upon me. And uh, I remember that vividly to this day. And um, I didn't know what it meant because I had read the Bible. and I was probably still too young, but um, I'm sure that was, uh, you know, uh, Jesus and God um, 
saying that I was making the right decision and uh, spiritually connecting with them. So um, then, uh, you know, went to high school and started smoking pot and drinking a little bit. And um, I lived with my dad instead. My mom didn't go to church that much. Um, uh, and then when I turned 18, I got kicked out because <laughs> uh, uh, my dad thought I was a bad influence on my brothers. And uh, basically said I couldn't live there anymore. So I went to grandma and grandpa's. Grandpa uh, was a Christian and a believer in God and Jesus. So was grandma. Uh, they were kind of different. Gra uh, grandpa was a Methodist, I believe. And uh, grandma be belonged to the uh, Unitarian Church or whatever. Like uh, there's one God above all kind of kind of thing. It was, uh, um, you know, not so much about Jesus, but about a God. And uh, grandpa was in the Navy and a World War II veteran. And uh, he was my best friend in my whole life and great inspiration, great human being, great man, great mentor, just great everything. And uh, but he said, Bill, I don't go to church that much. He's like, uh, you know, I just don't like what they say and what I read. Uh, a lot of it contradicts their opinion and what they're preaching. And he's like, uh, you know, I read for myself and I determine through my relationship with God in uh, when a verse hits me. Uh, you know, and I know the meaning of it because I read it myself and uh, I communicate with God about that. So and uh, he was a fisherman. And, uh, you know, I believe most of the time when he's fishing there, he's talking with God because that's what I do. <laughs> and uh, most of the time I'm asking God, can I get a bite, please? It's been an hour. You know, I mean, I'd like to get a little nibble or something out here while I'm, you know, communicating with you. Show me you're there. And uh, every time I would catch a fish, I would always tell little Billy when it was a little kid, thank God for the fish, Billy. You know, and uh, try to impact his life that way. And my son's a Christian today, and I never really took him to church because I wasn't there when he was little. Uh, but getting back to the story, um, so I moved in with my grandparents. And um, then I started, uh, Grandpa was a business owner. He built most of the silos in the east of the Mississippi to New York and in Canada. And I was very wealthy and successful. He had a lake house in Canada and boat and fishing. And uh, he was very blessed. So. I could see right there that, you know, uh, even though he didn't go to church, he had a relationship with God and read the Bible for his own personal study, that God was blessing him. And I could see that reflected. And he was definitely well known for how he treated other people. So I started getting, start my own business and do a couple of different things. And um, then I actually, uh, you know, met Mike and Angie. Uh, gosh, what's it been like 30 years? I know you guys, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have to go back, but I think it was like uh, 1993 uh, I met you guys. So, I mean, we're approaching yeah. 30 years here, so or like 28 it's been. Anyway, uh, uh, kind of like Mike's story, um, you know, I went to this business conference and, uh, you know, everything was great and all about business. And, you know, on Sunday, they didn't want to flood the local churches, so they had a church service. And I hadn't been to church in a while, and so I went and um, I felt the Holy Spirit just running around and, uh, what I was listening to, uh, was how people's lives changed and were impacted, um, by being a God, uh, Jesus believer. And, um, you know, um, that it would help me if I would admit that I was a sinner and, uh, and basically just turn my life over to them and let them run it with me. You know, God doesn't want robots, but I mean, he's going to implant thoughts and say, all right, dummy, do you got any gumption to get off and go do it and grab it? You know, it's right there. Here it is. And um, 
you know, and uh, and the basic thing is treat other people right. We are all human, whether you're a believer or not. We are human. We are physical. And I know most people uh, still don't believe spiritually. Um, and that's OK. But we are spiritual, whether you believe it or not. So and um, I just uh, turn my life over and, you know, try to start to be better. I actually quit smoking cigarettes for a while. <laughs> And, uh, you know, um, uh, started looking for a church that I could find and attend and get in a small group and, um, you know, uh, do that. And then I got married and uh, my wife was a Buddhist and uh, um, she went to church with me and became a Christian and accepted God and Jesus as her savior. And uh, we started going to church and I had a kid and uh, I wanted to go to uh, uh, Sunday school. But all this. I still like didn't live my life relying on God and Jesus to open the door and, and be there for me and actually really be a part of my life. So until I was probably 35 um, or how old was I? Uh, let's see. I'm 48. That was 13 years. Yeah. So, so th 35, um, I was part of a small group and uh, the challenge was to read the whole Bible within a year. And I did it in two months, like two and a half months. And I got to know my God. I got to know Jesus better. I got to know how our God is and acts and how he rewards and how he does. Um, what's the right word? Chastise. I don't know if that's right. Or um, uh, what I'm trying to look for is uh, uh, teaches us a lesson, you know, uh, and he's very jealous and uh, he can at times seem wrathful. Like, why would he kill people? Well, they were opposing him, you know, and then he made the other people become warriors and take them out. Uh, that's just how God operates. And uh, it's all through the Old Testament. He was a very wrathful and jealous God for us and our belief in him. And um, uh, listening to his, you know, his laws that were written by man that are, you know, biblical uh, and are in the Bible. And, um so I and then I learned about Jesus in the New Testament and Savior and loving and kindness and, uh, you know, sharing. And um, I learned, you know, how our, our Christ died for our sins. And uh, if you just believe, well, you'll have eternal life forever. And in our religion, yes, there's other religions out there that people believe in. And in the Bible, I read in the Old Testament, it says, though, Jehovah is the God of all gods and his son is Christ, you know, and. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's, if you want to play in the other realms or levels, you know, hey, that's fine. I want to go to the top and be able to play in all of them, <laughs> if that makes any sense. And, um, you know, and, and not only that, the Holy Spirit came upon me after I read the Bible. And uh, God uh, spoke to me once before I read the Bible in a dream and uh, twice in one night. And uh, he's spoken to me many times. Um, on this physical plane uh, since I was diagnosed bipolar. I call it Holy Spirit running wild, can't control it. And uh, it does scare people. And I'm sorry for that, um, you know, but I believe a lot of people that wrote the Bible, they were bipolar and uh, they were considered crazies and thrown in jail or mental institutions uh, because they were having an experience with God. And, um, the, and I, at that point that I read the Bible and I started having all these spiritual experiences on a physical earth, um, 
you know, I uh, uh, really came to appreciate and understand and, you know, know. And, and I mean, there's so much in the Bible where, you know, God says, uh, you know, uh, you have no idea the things I have in store for you. And it will definitely overwhelm you. And uh, if you're, a, you know, a worthy, loyal servant, um, and I don't mean servant in a bad way, but that you have accepted God and Jesus and that you want to serve them and grow their kingdom, uh, he'll bless us in the spiritual, in this physical world as well. So, I um, mean, you know, and then I died and I went to heaven and God said he wasn't finished with me yet. And I didn't need that experience, but uh, it definitely just reinforced and, you know, uh, let me know that, you know, um, uh, I get to visit where we're going to go when we leave this physical uh, earth and uh, spiritually uh, uh, go to go to go to heaven. Uh, and, uh, the other thing is, is we might live in the end times where, you know, it's all going to come and, uh, the physical and spiritual are going to become one. And, uh, we might live in those times where we're going to see that. And, uh, man, it's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's exciting. And, uh, um, that's my story. So, you know, I'm a believer and, uh, my son's a believer. And, uh, even though I'm not married to my ex-wife, she's a believer. And, uh, she probably still, because she was raised Buddhist has, uh, some, you know, Buddhist thoughts and stuff. And, um, you know, I, I got to apologize to her now because she thinks I talk too much and I share too many things with people. And uh, um, she thinks I should keep it private. Well, that's not me. And that's probably why we're not together <laughs> anymore, because I do what I want regardless. But, uh, you know, she's like, you got a son and you got to think about him. I'm like, well, you know what, I'm supposed to uh, make something in my life. And, uh, that's sharing my stories and what's happened to me to change other people who become believers and impact them that way. Um, you know, uh, well, God, God be it, you know, and, uh, the best thing I can say is in the Bible, it says, if you divorce, uh, let there be peace. And I'm so thankful that me and my wife have peace between each other. And she is still my true friend, uh, even though we're not together, uh, you know, as one anymore. And I'm, I appreciate our friendship and, She's a great mother and uh, she's a great friend to me still. So um, I'm thankful. And, uh, you know, um, uh, God is rewarding our peacefulness and we've raised a great son. And I'm so thankful. And he chose to become a Christian, uh, part of because of me and what I've been through. Uh, but I never forced it on him. And he kind of researched it himself. And, you know, one day when he's older, uh, I look forward to, hey, kid, let's do a Bible study between you and me and let's. Let's read the Bible together so I can, you know, teach you uh, what I've learned and share with you. So hopefully that day will come, probably on a, on a boat fishing, <laughs> and uh, we'll make that choice. But uh, that's my story, and uh, thanks for listening. And my name is Bill Bushy, and, um, you know, may God and Jesus bless everyone that hears us. That's hey, Bill, awesome. You, Beautiful. Yeah. Did you have um, uh, your grandfather... Um, did he have a relationship with Jesus? Yes. And did he ever talk to you about that? A couple times. And he actually, I mean, he didn't like church, but, uh, you know, a couple Easter's, a couple Christmases, a, a couple birthdays when, uh, you know, my mom was around and wanted to go to church and it fell on a Sunday. And uh, so, yeah, he, he, and he went to, he went to church, but it just wasn't very often it was, you know, more few and far between than an abundance. And uh, he just told me, he's like, Bill, he's like, I just don't like organized religion. Um, 
he's like, uh, I have more of a personal relationship with God and Jesus. And, uh, you know, they're my Lord and Savior. And uh, I look to them at, for um, uh, in hard times. I look to them to help me out and get me out of the problem. Yeah. So we all we did talk about it, but but he wasn't a uh, a holy roller thumper. I mean, I'm probably because I'm going to write a book about certain things, be considered a holy roller, and I really don't care. My mom though is a holy roller, and she's always the first one to tell everybody Jesus loves you. It's <laughs> <laughs> ministry. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 thankful that mom is like that because she doesn't care that people know or. Um, um, uh, no, she's a holy roller or that she's a believer. And, uh, she's like, you know, uh, maybe I'm just planting a seed bill. So I'm like, yeah, rock on mom. And, uh, I, I wouldn't know my mom to be any other way than she is that way. So, but grandpa was not a, a holy roller or, or a Bible thumper. Uh, he was more of a personal, uh, I'm going to treat you like the Bible tells me to treat you. And, uh, I have a personal relationship with God and you can't change that. Yeah, that's strong mommy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so that's it. I mean, uh, like I said, I've been thinking uh, really about writing this book. And I mean, I, I believe I can, man, probably one weekend's all I need and we're done. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're right there, Bill. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. If there's one thing I've learned about story is you know, everyone's unique and it's theirs and it's our job to tell the truth. And sometimes the truth upsets people because that makes them have to look at their truth. Yeah, and- no, I, I, right <laughs> on, Angie. absolutely. And, you know, here's the other thing. What people don't understand is the truth and pain and suffering, unfortunately, is considered comedy. And it's funny to somebody that's not going through it. However, they re- or or they laugh because like, damn, asshole, same thing happened to me. I get it. You know? so, yep. But they, they never told anybody that they experienced that. That the comedian on stage is sharing most of the time personal stories and how they view things and obviously their opinion. And when they resonate and hit a hit a button with the crowd, they laugh. And part of it is because, uh, you know, someone else having a bird shit on them is not fun. Uh, but the other person laughs because like, hum, hit you, not me. <laughs> 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 you know, so, I mean, people laugh and it is funny. And, uh, you know, the truth hurts sometimes and is funny. Well, it's interesting because some people have that bent toward comedy. And that's um, that's definitely a gift to be able to turn life into a comedy. And I think it's a great it's an amazing gift because I think we all take ourselves too seriously. (laughs) And and then when 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 someone is brave enough and has the courage to open up and say, "Okay, here's the real story. Here's what really happened. Here's what I was really thinking. Here's. Um, it re- it really does give other people the opportunity to connect, first of all, um, and, you know, and it lets their guard down, like, hey, they were being vulnerable. Maybe I can share this thing that happened to me or um, everyone's, ex- everyone's experience is fact. That's truth because yeah. you lived it. But now our, our the filter that we are, the lens that we're looking at it. 
um, you know, it changes and we can adjust that. We can adjust the lenses. We can change the glasses or, or the way we look at something, the way we focus on something, we can change that. But the, you know, there are certain things that are facts, like things have happened, you know, that people, if it can be proven, go ahead. I got, I got, when I, I call it when I'm on a spirit walk or drive or, you know, most of them have been walks where uh, um, God said, you're going to go here. And I just, you know, I went there <laughs> and uh, I have things that I've seen and that I personally experienced. Not that I don't want to tell them the people, the, the problem is there'll be like, there's no uh, physical way that uh, that could happen or that you saw that or that you heard that, or that you experienced that. And most of them, they, I, I can understand because if it didn't happen to me, I probably, and I heard a story from somebody else like that, I probably wouldn't believe it. You know, I'll be like, nah, that guy's a crack, you know? And, um, you know, it's scary because part of me just, you know, like I told you about that doctor who said, don't tell everybody everything because one, they won't believe it and understand it and they'll think you're crazy. You know, uh, we can't control the weather or storm or flood or any of that. That's all in God's hands. <laughs> so, so as a farmer, you're probably constantly praying, God, please don't let it flood this year. Please let my livestock be healthy. You know, um, <laughs> and right. uh, you know, uh, we are we want our uh, livestock to multiply so that we can uh, uh, keep on producing. And uh, uh, my grandpa's job was to be the middleman. Somebody else would bird the calves and he would buy what's called feeder calves. And then he would raise them and get them fat and plump and then uh, sell them to the uh, 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 slaughterhouses. So uh, that, that's what his job was. So, uh, you know, his, his main thing was, is uh, uh, let's not get a uh, sick cow that we buy and infect the whole herd. Like one year, I think we had 600 cattle and I think we had 400 died. It almost broke my grandpa. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, and, uh, he actually, uh, he did make it through that and, uh, uh, you know, rebounded and, uh, you know, kept doing the farm uh, for many years after we left. Uh, my dad lived there for maybe two years and then uh, my uncle uh, moved in there and he uh, became the farmer for my grandpa and, um uh, fed the cows and, uh, you know, so anyway. Yeah. That's, there's, there's just something wholesome and nourishing and down to earth, you know, in the whole talk on, on farming. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. It is. Awesome. All righty. Well, thank you everyone. We're going to end this episode today. Thank you for listening to God focused podcast and all God's children said, Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast, that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program 
Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.